Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Buying a home should be uptight and boring. It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Happy New Year to you. We're back. Good morning. Oh, and the clap. Patty and Scott. We're in Patty's Playhouse. Oh, I had to hold my, my new earphones. I can't. Yay! I'm trying to get them on. They sat right in my face last week. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's just I a mean, day of it. I mean, it's the headphones. Okay. <laughs> it's just a day of you it. You know what I mean. No way, I'll Dang. know what you mean. <laughs> my, I'm crying again. Anywho. But it's not about Anywho. being sentimental. About being just it is not walked on. Anybody like, want to go to Arby's like, after this? <laughs> no, thank you. I had no idea what that meant either. That's really unusual for it, me not to get some meant. sort of innu- innuendo. Well, on, I mean, that meant the thing about the roast beef. Yeah, I had Arby's. no idea. Well, I'm talking I, about Arby's. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. We, we were all talking. About, we wanted to go get some roast beef. Right. <laughs> With some horsey sauce Welcome back. Mm. Did y'all have a nice New Year? Yes. Yes. And you? Oh, I did. Yeah. I went to the Elks. It was oh, how hoop. was that? It was really nice. They have like uh, sparklers and stuff? I don't know. I didn't stay that long because oh. I had to go home and take care of Roscoe. But it was I... really nice. And what was really nice about it was the band. So the band is Jack Lovely and the Queen High Straight. Mm-hmm. Very good. I mean, they played everything. They played like Etta James to, 
I mean, they played everything. I've always I always wanted somebody to play Etta James, and I finally got to say now hearing that oh, at yeah. last he um, at he, last Jack mm. can sing. Okay, so she missed that one too. He can sing, and I was at the bar mm-hmm. with a gentleman named Cage, whose mother is the treasurer, I think, of the Elks Lodge on Magnolia, and he I gave my name to open a tab, and he was like, "You're Patty Wilson." I'm like, "Yes." Why? Yes. And he was like, well, my name's Cage. He goes, I know you. And I'm like, okay. You know, I'm trying to like, I need a response, Scott. Cage. His name is Cage. His first name, like soap opera, Young and the Restless Cage. 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 Mm. But I need a response to people who say, say, I know you. Mm. And and not without being like my normal Yankee self gets a little defensive. Or I'm like, what do you you know about? It's what I say. You think you know me. <laughs> you know I can't of me. You carry know that of me. friendly light. You know of me. You it's all in the eyes. Patty, this... <laughs> I don't have pretty blue ones. <laughs> it's all the, in the eyes. This is what I say. You what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> right? So he was very nice, and he let me know later on that evening that the band, Jack Lovely and the Queen High Notes, was together because of Living Tallahassee. They met on Living Tallahassee. They met in a Facebook group. So I was like, that was, it just made me very we're reclamped. Like, we're like Tinder for band members. <laughs> right? And I said, we never hear the thriving in this group. We only hear the complaining or the, the whining or the or asking the whining. for recommendations. Right. right. We never know whose business has thrived because of Living Tallahassee. So I was quite emotional. We are I happy to know. Was so happy to hear a that. business that has thrived. Yes. Via. And they were so nice. And they hands. were like, we are so excited to meet me. And it was like, well, I'm so excited to meet you. So wow. I, I took a little picture of them. They were they were very nice. So it was nice. And it was fun. Like there was a wide variety of ages from Jack Lovelies like in their early thirties to late seventies. It was really so a nice would, evening. Like what, the youngest people there were in their thirties, you think? Oh yeah. Maybe late twenties. Fair. But it was really nice. Everyone was kind. Like, I didn't know anyone. I've been a member of the Elks since we had that listing. And that lady was like, you want the listing, you got to join the Elks. And I was like, okay. So it's been four years maybe? Yeah. Only ever been to bingo. I like bingo there. But bingo! it was very nice. I won, a, I won a little basket. So our next home sale, very they're going nice. to get a little basket of Prosecco nice. and some tomato jam. All right. Mm-hmm. little regifting. I did. Yeah. What uh, did you do, Scott? I um, cleaned my house. Wow. You took and, trees down. Well, I, I'm I'm normally one that doesn't see midnight because I go to bed early and I wake up early. But on this New Year's, <laughs> since I was taking down the Christmas stuff down in the Albany house, I um, was up later than expected and was changing all the sheets and washing them. And I get into this ocd situation where i can't open up a closet without fixing everything in the closet so <laughs> it became a whole slew of closets yeah things to do <laughs> so i just i definitely have a problem i can't stand like if i go in there I'm why not, are your closets messy to begin with th- that's a very good question that is a good they question. is is ed so, just walking around no, mussing no. up your closet so in this case we had brought stuff there and we put them around but at our house, I know like what sheets are full sheets, what sheets are queen sheets. Oh, so what you wouldn't have it over. So when you look at sheets, they all look the same. But who wants to unwrap a sheet to find out you got the wrong one? Oh, so I go by color. 
But you so, have many, many more sheets than we do. Many more sheets and many of the same color. So I went through them all. I wrapped them up with twine, jute, put what is what it is <laughs> so that I know what it is when I get there. You are such a pro- Pinterest I, album. I really you are am a walking a bit. Pinterest I'm, album. I'm, I cleaned out every cabinet, so I couldn't put anything away without cleaning what was there. And I mean straightening more than cleaning. I dumped like five bins out of my garage. Remember that time lot. you went into my garage and yeah. you were like, that was a oh, <laughs> that was yeah, a that mess. Was a, there was a lot so happening So James in is gone. His stuff is gone. And now you can walk in the garage. Oh, that's Except nice. for the doors that still need hung. There's a couple doors in there, but that's it. That's why I don't have a garage. Or it children prevent, that prevents keep your... Me, it prevents me from keeping things. My house is so small that if I don't... I don't have an attic. I don't use my attic. My house was the same size as yours, and I would love to know how we fit. I don't know. You had bigger closets than I do. Apparently, but we have- I have a bigger bedroom. Did we have couches in there? Because I don't know where everything went. Like, Jeff is very good about packing things away. Yeah, I don't know. But you had a wider wider hallway. You had bigger closets, but smaller rooms. We had a lot of stuff. And your kitchen was better designed than my dumb kitchen. A lot of stuff. Yeah. You had artwork. I mean, what you had was out. Of, I have a lot of artwork. Yeah, you know, still lot. do. You had all that stacking of art. Oh my god! Except for that mirror at the end of the hallway, which I thought was very mean. <laughs> it was a mean mirror. These days, you would not. Think I that. wouldn't. I'd Back be like, day, damn. I mean, after, <laughs> like, <laughs> I've lost another and like extend the hallway mirror. Yeah, yes, because it's it, man size. It's your it size. Is. It was. I could huge. see my head in it. Right. Yes. And, and easily, and your big butt. Like my. And butt you want to make sure that. It feels you don't larger eat than it when is. You walk down that hallway. So <laughs> circus mirror? No. Yeah, it was awful. But I lost like five pounds at Universal and I've lost another three cents. So I don't, it's a total of eight pounds I since I refuse to weigh myself like that. Since Christmas. Well, I, I had to. I can't. I gotta weigh myself. I, did I gotta go, know if I'm going in the I right direction. I did go to the I'm going in the right direction. I can always tell by my belt. But mm-hmm. I went to I the I went bra. to the doctor on my the thirtieth, I think, right before, yeah, right before we left to go to Albany, and for my checkup for mm-hmm. the next year or whatnot, everything good, still have high blood pressure, fantastic. Anyways, you do, but it was the first time you that I had been it. weighed in a Wait while. A you still have still one. have it, even with the loss of weight, which oh, is interesting. Wow. So back on the high blood pressure medicine. But anyways, so I was 175. Congratulations. Nice. So I have lost I was, 27 pounds. Nice. I was trying to chase Scott's weight, but I don't know that I'll ever get under 200. The problem is that nobody knows I'm heavy when I'm heavy, no. and they don't know I'm thin I, when I'm I did thin. notice in your face when we had that conversation, you oh, know, yeah, when we had that, the work The side-by-side side profile will tell us. Ditto. Wow. I know. Yeah, scary. But I, I'm definitely like the jeans I have on now. If I didn't, they just fall right off. Sweet. Yeah. It was nice to put but on I some just, sweats I during the during being cold ish yeah. um, for the holidays because I hadn't worn those sweats for a year, and I was like, eh, yeah. And to anyone asking why we're losing weight or how pills, that's the first thing. <laughs> You, and I don't eat. You have to take diet pills. I don't one. eat after five o'clock anymore because when I first started intermittent fasting, it was seven and then six, and now I'm at five. Mm. So today I went to Culver's and I had a double burger with cheese and onion and mustard and no bun, and it was delicious. M- mine's been the lack of drinking, no alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not no. I don't drink either. I if I drink, I was drinking like a bottle of wine every night. Now I'm drinking like one glass, maybe. And oh, yeah, that I'm, sugar I'm, content dropping oh, down. It was, yeah. it was big time. 
Yeah, I haven't really. That's me with sugar, with, with the alcohol. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Yeah. But think Huge about difference. your skin, too. Well, That's what's changed. I was never heavy to begin with. So I think but just, I mean, the okay. texture of your skin with alcohol. Better? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. It's not as ruddy. Yeah. <laughs> that red like nose wind, is gone Yeah, away. that false staff. <laughs> I love Shakespeare, so to me it's, it's a false staff nose. So, you yeah. know. You know what you know. <laughs> but how was yours? How was yours? I got to see you on the 30th. Yeah, mine was good. Out of time. Did you bring the meat? Out of time. <laughs> did you bring the meat? No, but we went to Joplin's new house. It was so really did... lovely evening. It was really nice. Well, that's good. Stick to with hear. us, Patty and Scott. We have a guest, Jessica Jessica Bennett, and Scott. So we're in Patty's Playhouse and we have our friend Jessica Bennett calling in. She is a title agent with Anchor Title. You used to work out of our office. And we have questions for her. But Jessica, welcome to season eight. Season eight. Wow. Season eight. They said You're it wouldn't last. You're on the inaugural last. season eight. They said it wouldn't last. And we have a new outro song. So at the end of the show, we have a different song. It was like Good Day with Nappy Roots and it's different. But today, the day now it's bad. Today is the first day. (laughs) (laughs) They probably should come out with something like that. So I don't like saying so a lot, but I'm going to today. I was doing research on a crime, on a criminal, and everything like that. And some a gentleman on the stand. We're gentlemen's loose, but a gentleman on the stand (laughs) said very loose. I'll say. Charlie Adelson said that he's owned his home. He wasn't before. He is now. (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> said he's owned his home since 2006 on the stand and i was like no you didn't because i remember of course looking up his house like i look up everyone's home and it, there was a transfer in 2014 so i went in who owned the llc like how did all this work and i did like hours worth of research with by myself and then i brought shannon young into it and then i realized the llc's in his case was transferred into someone else's name, but they didn't use an amendment. So my question to you this morning was, when you have a buyer purchase and it was an LLC is the owner of the property. So it's like, say it's um, 6131 Callaway Road, and that's the name of the LLC. And I have a contract on it and my buyer wants to buy it. How do you run a title search on that? How do you run a title search on an LLC? You don't. So for us, we verify everything with Sunbiz and then ask for a copy of the corporation docs, like their operating agreement, um, the articles of incorporation, corporate resolution. So unfortunately for us, the information is only as good as it's provided. So if they provide it and then it's not accurate, I would imagine it would be covered under, like, fraud or forgery. But with buying a home, we're not as worried about who's buying the home. It's really when the home is sold. That's what I mean. So my clients are buying the house, and LLC owns the home. Is it really the correct owner in the LLC, or can someone just go in, which we know now, can go in on SunBiz and just change the name? 
Yeah, so since SunBiz allows their own procedure for that, then we have no way, you know, unless they were like, we can't produce corporation documents, that would be the backup. But the reality is any documents can be forged. You know, they could go online and pull something and make it look like um, something official if they really wanted to. So then you gave me an example of a kind of a separate situation a lady owned a bunch of investment properties in an LLC. She was going through a contentious divorce. And what did the soon-to-be ex-husband do, Jessica? He went and added his name to her real estate LLC so that he could take half her real estate business. Right. Yeah. I mean, how this isn't really much different than a deed steal. Than no, deed steal. Yeah, it's so if they're selling it and they produce all the documentation that looks valid and then we find out they weren't really the authorized people, that would be covered under the fraud forgery section of title insurance. So the title insurance underwriter would deem how to proceed, you know, whether they pay back the buyer their investment up to the policy amounts or how they just deem it, you know. But fraud and forgery and strawberries are all covered under title insurance. They are. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, there's certain stipulations, but, yeah, I mean, we're not private investigators. We don't have technology to know if people are criminals. You know, we can only do with what's provided. Right. You don't. If it seems legit, you know, then that's, that's all we can do. It's kind of like with the sellers that are stealing properties now, you know, the, the people stealing sellers' properties now. So in this case with Charlie Adelson, and his home is in Fort Lauderdale, and he bought it in 06, he says on the stand, I've owned my home since 06. I know that's not true. There's a Zillow listing for 2014. You go into the deed, the change, you know, he so short sold it to an LLC in 14. He had a foreclosure. It was dismissed. He sells it in May of 14. And then I was like, well, who owned it? Lynn, who owns this property? And that's when I went on my wild goose chase. I mean, what a rabbit trail. And it can get crazy because trust, we have the same issue with trust. And trusts are bought by Florida statute. So it becomes a real predicament for us because we have to verify when someone who is an individual has authority to sign, whether they're signing for a trust or a corporation um, or whether they're heirs to an estate. So when the Florida statutes block that trusts are private and then part of our requirement is to verify, it's like we're, we're kind of stuck because we're solely relying on the information from the seller and or realtor. And haven't you had situations, I know you have, so I already know the answer to this, that you've asked for the full trust document and people don't want to give it to you. And they don't have to, per the law. They don't? No. Because beneficiaries in certain pieces are protected as privacy. So this is how celebrities buy and sell property without people knowing they, they have these trust and it, it can get really messy with trust unless you're tiger woods and you can go in and see it by the way because i have yeah but because we're a public record state you know they have to get creative high profile people have to get creative of how to protect their identity but then it 
it's just like sellers who redact all their information from public records. Right. Well, we can't search it if it's not redacted. So then they have to go unredact the information. Then we do the search. Then they have to go redact it back. And then if something new is recorded, we don't know because it's redacted. Oh, that's a troubling. So, yeah. So the, the, the title insurance covers against those things that could come up in those really sticky situations because we can only do so much, you know, without breaking laws like privacy laws. Wow. And at least yeah. Florida has some open docs, like a state like Texas, it's completely blocked. I'm I'm worried we're not going to have public records much longer. I'm really worried about the future with all the fraud and forgery going on because, I mean, it's like the property appraiser. You call in and say, hey, I changed my address. Yeah. They don't require proof. And that's how these scammers are. Well, they do in certain counties, which I wish Leon Broward County has like a two step verification where this home is that if you change the deed, but it doesn't change the name of the LLC. So the uh, owner names of the LLC remain change could change, but they still own the property. In this case, this this Adelson LLC there was never another deed transfer. There was never cash transferred. When they changed the owner's name, they didn't amend it. So it only went from this gentleman who's a real estate agent to Harvey, Charlie's father. It, there was never an amendment. And so I know it's going to require an attorney to answer the question, but who owns the property? Is it the realtor who was the original owner? of the L- Who owns the LLC? Well, here's the thing. So a lot of the new creative financing is using LLC. So it sounds like the transaction may have been a subject to creative financing situation. Yeah, it was all cash. It wasn't. There was no financing. It was all cash. Okay. No, I meant the the seller's mortgage, subject to the seller's mortgage. Well, it was a foreclosure, so it was a short sale. Okay. Um, So these creative financers, they take title in the name of an LLC. Right. They put the seller is 51% and the buyer is 49% until the mortgage is paid off. It's subject to. You know, right. I don't like those. Whatever. Do you guys do those? Uh, I do for certain people. It depends on the creative financer. So when I was sell- uh, when we were selling my father's house, because it was a reverse mortgage and people could see it, I was getting a ton of those subject twos. They would just send the offer yes. over and I would decline it. Yes. Getting crazy, but that's what they do is they because you can change business owners without changing the deed. The LLC owns the property, and that's what it's for, you know. And then they can move around through the operating agreement who has a percentage of shares in that LLC and get the original homeowner is still liable for all of it. No, not if they don't have a mortgage or anything. Well, if they do have a mortgage, they are. That's what this was. This was, you keep your mortgage in place, and we're going to fix up your house. So stick with us. 850-656-0009. We have Jessica Bennett. Welcome back. It's Patty.
Patty and Scott. We're at Patty's Playhouse with Jessica Bennett from Anchor Title Co. Jessica used to, I don't know. She was. She used to be my she friend. She used to. She was my friend for I, a very long time. Now I can I'm barely get her to answer the calls. It's very sad. Oh, you lie. <laughs> we did chase each other a little bit. But when I asked you to come on, you were very willing, which I'm very appreciative. So we were talking about in the last segment, uh, if you own a home with an LLC. So the LLC is a corporate entity that they own the property. They own an investment property. Could it be a rental? Could be whatever you want to live, a condo. It doesn't really matter. How do they run the title search? And because the LLC is its own entity, the names can change, the owners can change, the percentages can change. And I was very curious because I'm very nosy. I love it. And Jessica's helping me understand that it's you, the title companies can really not stop fraud. They might find it. It's hard. But it's really hard to do. And that's what we were talking about. It is a challenge. So be nice to your title agent. It's not all our fault. <laughs> it isn't. And sometimes being the bearer of horrible news is never fun. But in this case, I'm thinking the original owner of the LLC has a windfall coming because they didn't divide it. They didn't transfer it properly. They didn't do that. So who in that chain of that corporate entity, which would be an attorney and a judge to figure out who really owns yeah. that LLC, whoever owns yeah, that LLC correct. owns that waterfront property in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, correct. So it's a lot to think about. But it was very interesting to research because it had been a short sale and there was a foreclosure. And then the attorney that ran the foreclosure and got a dismissal on the foreclosure ran the closing on the on the sale, the actual short sale property. And it was never open to the public. It was never an MLS. It was only ended up on Zillow as a closed sale. So that's the only reason I found it. But I thought it was very interesting. How did these Adelsons learn not to say too much? Dude, they are the sloppiest the criminals to have ever. Let's just talk about everything <laughs> as if nobody can find out. Really? It makes a but lot it has of been sense. a long time. It has it, been, it you has. know, nine years and yeah, several but months. You got to be thinking ahead, like, I'm going to kill people. <laughs> right? Or I'm not going to use the same attorney for right. the closing that I did for the foreclosure. Right. I mean that br- and then have a straw buyer come in and buy it. And so I'm probably that- not going to use that same attorney to represent me. Right? And <laughs> then get horrible. on the stand in my brother-in-law's murder trial right. and say I've lived there. I've owned the home all this time when you have right. it. The LLC owns the home. So, I know, but it's so much fun. That's like why to- they do that. They just why they do that stuff to 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 create chaos and you know make it challenging to really get down to the nitty-gritty of who owns what apparently but i i turned whatever information over to the powers that be so i felt like i could say something at this point but yesterday i was like "Ooh, this is some scary stuff right here dude and then the attorney that you're trying to closure you're you're trying i'm just trying to i was trying to find as if they won't knock you off i was trying to think people can't be this stupid oh please that's what I was trying to think. Are you out yeah. in the real world? <laughs> I guess not. Yes, I Roast beef you. and all. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. No idea. Always got to look just, behind the curtain. It curtains. is so bizarre how if you're going to run a criminal enterprise, you don't don't close loops. Like, I won't use this attorney for it. I'll use that attorney for it. I won't use this lender. I'll use that lender. So not not all the pie is the same thing. You know, you want to spread out the wealth a little bit so it is harder to find 
answers. And then you're like, oh, well, that makes sense. In this case, it made no sense. Well, they're no good mafios, I'll tell you that. No. Mafiosos. Actually, there were. You know, back in the day. No, back then there were. I'm you, saying now. You didn't now, have crime like on now. the streets in Philly the way you do now. No. Nope. I'm just saying the Adelsons. The we Adelsons need to go back to that mafiosos. Italian. Oh, the good mafia with the good food and the good pizza. No crime smoky, on the streets of Philly. Smoky rooms. Dude, you ain't going to go piss in the street in Philly with the mafia running mm. their corners. It's just not happening. God, I miss it. Good times. Bill Rizzo. Oh, good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> no, so my other question to you was another title issue. Mm. Aren't you excited? I love them. And this is when there are liens on commissions. Mm-hmm. So... We talked last year, last year, so far ago, that brokers own the buyer contracts and the listing contracts. So they really own the commission. And agents who are independent contractors are paid their share of the commission by the grace of the broker. They can have an agreement, but they can break that agreement and then just end up in court, right? So. You find out that the, that I took out a loan on my commissions coming forward. I took a loan out on Scott's commission. How do you find this out as a title person? They no, so they notify us. So anytime a lien is filed against a brokerage, whether it's an IRS lien, a commission lien, what have you, they notify us immediately. And typically we have to sign off on something. Like I've had to sign off on stuff for e-commissions before. So per RESPA, we're supposed to pay the brokerage. Now we get these DA forms from brokers that break out that commission. The what kind of form? The the. The, the disbursement. Oh, okay. What, what you send. I wanted, as yeah, you. I just wanted her to tell me. So yeah. go ahead. So a disbursement so, form. Like, I write a letter to you saying, I'm the broker of record. Right. Please disperse the commission as follows. And it's per our agreement, our, the agent-to-broker right. agreement. Okay. Right. But per RESPA, we are to cut checks made out on the CD or HUD. So we are to pay the brokerage, you know. Correct. They give us the authority to break it out. So when there's a lien against commissions, we can't pay out the realtor because our obligation is to pay out the broker. And if they have a lien against them or debts against them that we've been formally noticed, then we are obligated to pay that lien holder. It's just like a judgment with a seller. I can't just give the seller the money and say, well, we'll ignore your judgment. We have to follow the right procedures to make sure we pay the right people or we're going against RESPA. So <laughs> so when when you do find this out... Do is, they send you an email? Well, and, and when no, along the process do you find this out? Yeah, when do you find out in this process? It's different for each one. Like with IRS, I've gotten certified mail with each and those kind of companies, companies, I get emails. But I know there have been people who have accidentally missed the emails, but then that's why the e-commission company files the UCC lien statement with the state of Florida so that they can go after the brokerage directly if it is missed by the title company. So what's a UCC lien statement? Because I didn't even know what this was until recently. It's a universal commercial Commercial code. code financing statement. So um, it's it's another form. 
form of filing a lien against someone. It's just on the state level, not the county level. Okay. So how does the how does the lien holder know that you're the title company that's supposed to disperse? They send out, in my experience, if, if someone has a lien, they send out a notice to all law firms and title companies within the tri-county area. Oh, that's what I was curious about. Yeah, okay. because if somebody were to move. So if it's IRS, they send out to everybody. But with, like, e-commissions, I believe you have to provide a signed contract which has all of our information on it so that they know who to but collect. I, but people change title companies. So I did this once years and years ago because I just wanted to know what the process was. And at the, at the time, because that's I test things so I know the answers. So I sent it out, and it was one where if you close within a certain time, you didn't really pay anything. I just wanted to know yes. what it was. And you fill out the paperwork. The broker has to sign it. It has to be post-appraisal. Like, it had to be in a pending situation. It couldn't be during inspections. Right. You had to prove right. that the appraisal was completed. And then they'll give you a percentage. And and, and, and it's, it is a short-term loan. It's it's really like loan charking. It really is. I mean, there's a high. If you don't close on time, say I'm closing on the 30th, but I don't close till June 5th, which is six days later, you're paying. Uh-huh. You're paying a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I paid mine back right away because mine was just a test. And this was like, oh, God, this had to be when we were at Allison James. So it had to be nine or ten years ago. And I was like, damn, this is a lot of money. So in e-commissions, well, e-commissions. But if I'm the broker, I'm probably not having that. That seems like a lot of work. So does a broker need to send in, like, if I'm going to do that, if I'm going to take commission based on Scott's performance, which God help me if I do. Yeah. Sure. You do you have to provide every contract, or do they have an agreement just to advance you future commissions without really having the commission? Uh, from my knowledge, it has to be under contract. They are not going to advance you anything if it's not under contract. So, like, if you're a broker who has a listing, let's say you have a million dollar listing. We got to go. We got to break, listed. and then we'll come back. We'll be back. Jessica Bennett, 850 I get love in Detroit like Skiller, baby. And the thing about your boy is, I don't like no whips and chains, and you can't tie me down. But you can whip me all the way. No fighting. We got the refugees. No fighting. No fighting. Shakira, Shakira. I never really knew that you could dance like this. She make a man want to speak Spanish. Como se llama? Welcome back. Tisha's moving his hips in there. I don't understand any of it, but I do understand shake your hips. <laughs> That's all I understand. <laughs> I don't Jessica. think I've ever. I don't think I've ever seen Tish dance. Do you have hips? I do. <laughs> they don't lie. <laughs> no habla español. Yeah, I don't. I your took hips? German. Your, yes. Yes. <laughs> so Jessica, we were talking about people, brokers who take liens out or agents. So agents can do it on their own. Say they want to buy a car and they have a 17 mm-hmm. five commission coming and they need half of it to go buy the car. They can ask their broker, the broker of record to sign off on the commission. And then the broker is just promising to pay e-commission. Now, if I'm that broker, bull crap, I'm advancing you the money and I'm taking that. Like, I don't know why brokers don't do that. I'm going to have a separate agreement where I advance you and you're paying me. I'm yeah. getting that money. I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah, I, I, 
I didn't, I completely on, to be completely honest, I, I didn't realize a broker could do it against their agents. Like I knew agents could do it against their commissions with a broker approval, right. e-commission, loan approval, and all that. Well, it would require a broker's approval. It makes me think, did the, did the agent know or was that forged for the broker to then it doesn't, sign? It doesn't no, no, matter, I, it, though. It, yeah, it, in the matters, end, it really— It matters in terms it of may, forgery, it but I, I'm really wondering— Well, I'm going to call e-commissions this week. If a broker can just, hey, I've got this book of business— Right, I got and 60 I'm, agents yeah, here. And, and here we are. Well, what I'm saying is the broker owns all the contracts, whether it's a listing— Well, you keep account, saying the broker, but it's the brokerage. The broker of record. Yeah, the it's brokerage. the brokerage, not the broker. It's the broker of record. Correct. Well, they, they themselves don't own it because they yeah. themselves are not the ones but that are going to have to pay for it if it doesn't happen. It's right. The so when we went to, when we were at the KW, yes. and Debbie York was our broker of record, she was the one who would, would have had to sign off on it. Mm-hmm. She would have to it's sign off on it, but it is not the person who's going to get the money. They're going to take the money from yeah, the Yeah, it's going to the brokerage Correct. name, into Correct. a brokerage Correct. account. A broker Correct. has to sign it. That's all. Correct. So the purpose of this show was to let agents know how you get paid. I mean, I keep telling agents, and I got into a little conversation with an agent who was at this brokerage that had their money garnished, and he was like, well, the title company shouldn't have done that. And it's not the title company's choice. Mm -mm. They want to keep their license. They have to follow the guidelines. Correct, correct. It's not the title company's fault. Like, we are held... A law office, a turn or title company, whatever you close with, we are held to a very we're responsible for that money. It is our liability, it is our risk. Every piece penny that comes in and goes out. If we can't account for it with proper documentation, we're the ones who can lose our licenses and be shut down. Not the realtor, not the broker or anyone else. So let's go back to what Scott said and what I said about we were at Keller Williams, Debbie York, who is my um Broker, when I first started there, she was the broker of record. So if she signed off on this, she's since retired, so I can just use her name. If she signed off on this, what's her liability? Say that the, I mean, what is that liability if it doesn't close? What happens to the broker of record? They have to come up with that money if it never closes or or someone walks? I would imagine that even as the broker of record that there would be some internal dialogue that would have you have to get the owner's to sign off on it saying that you're signing off on it because I certainly I certainly wouldn't like I wouldn't allow someone yeah. to agent of me to go out and do something that I myself am going to be responsible, responsible for, for. Right. because you can't control who walks from the table that's my point or you can't control that you found out that the LLC doesn't really exist like or you can't, I can't control. control that you did it for all these agents that I had no knowledge of I know like I, I the answer would be no. Yeah. So I, I, just I do have do questions to e-commissions. Can they? Because in in this case, the amount was so much. Mm-hmm. You had to like they had to have just had advances based on the number of agents. I don't know, but you can't yeah. have two well, closings a month with sixty agents and have that kind of debt without another how problem. How it works in real estate, but I imagine it's similar. With us, we have to put an agent in charge with Department of Financial Services, and that is the person whose license is solely responsible for everything. So if my employee goes out and, say, prepares a quick claim deed and records it for a customer with our name all over it and someone reports me, even though I didn't do that and may not have had knowledge, my license is on the hook. Right. So I have internal That's what we thought. That 
nobody's allowed to prepare documents without me looking at them. A lot of title companies don't even let closures prepare documents. They require their title agent or their attorney, if they have a staff attorney, to do all the document prep for that reason. Like, like Oprah. Lock them out of the document. Oprah's you know? thing was always, I'm signing the checks. Like, that, yes, that's how exactly. money, that's how Barry Manilow lost $40 million. Oprah's signing the checks. Yeah. But it's so, still, there's something the missing here. Broker, hmm? There is something missing. But if you were the qualifying broker, I would think in that role through that through the state that there is something you're agreeing to of knowing it's your license at risk. You, you, I mean, you, you would think that, but apparently that was not well, thought it's, of. It's not really because I asked, I asked previously – uh, hotline. We get to speak to attorneys on the hotline. Frack, in our case, real estate commission, it might be an ethical issue, could violate a statute, but they don't get involved in commission disputes. You have to go to civil court, win, and then if whoever the loser is doesn't pay, then you turn it over to Frack, which is our real mm-hmm. estate commission. So every state's going to be a little bit different. But there's something missing, which I'm going to have to call e-commissions. No, we're not doing it, and we wouldn't permit it to be done. If somebody needs help, I'd rather give them help, right, instead of put them in a situation where it's like a gambler and a loan shark. Yeah. And yeah. plus e-commissions, I'm sure they do great work. And it is a brand name of a commission lender. And they probably do it for uh, vehicles. They probably do it for everybody, not just real estate. But dang, I mean, how do you end up with that much debt? That's where I don't understand. Something else There's, had to be well, in play. I don't, I don't. We don't know how much. Yeah, we don't of know. It is that? But it's not a it single contract. No, so, no, 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 definitely not. I mean, that that part's no, clear. If the know. if the average contract is a six thousand dollar commission on the buy side, and you've promised to give your broker eight twenty percent of it, and then you have to give e commission some, that adds up. But I, how does I, that work? I also think that if you are the broker and the owner of the brokerage, there is there is no independent view of that. So who's to say that there is not a twenty million dollar contract that is out there oh. that you've created that isn't real that oh. you're now then selling? Yeah. So there, there's no telling. That's true. What I didn't you, think of that either, well, Scott. I am an accountant oh first and foremost, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I do. Scott, so thanks. I do. So I do think of stuff like this. And I was an auditor for many years. And so you've uh, seen y- stuff. Well, I've not seen this stuff, but certainly the reason that auditors exist is to think and see things that other people would. Other people are not necessarily going to see. So I we're we're looking at this purely from a tactical view from what I'm reality is transactional. But, that, but most fraud is not real. A lot of it is mm-hmm. just fake. So, like Sam Bankman. But it, but it all starts normally with something real. So I do so think there's small. I think there's something real there, and I think there's a lot of not real. There. And in this case, the the one example, and I know there've been others with the IRS that when I was with Keller Williams, we witnessed other brokerages, not Keller Williams, that um, they sign as a single person, they sign as the individual, and they sign mm-hmm. as the broker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're signing a guarantee. Oof. Individually. That they can cover the cost and that the company will profit enough to cover the loan. So do you know how much um, interest rate they take? I don't. We're not disclosed that 
Oh, you're not. You don't see that document. So if I were to go to e-commissions, take out a loan in advance of a closing, you don't get to see what I'm signing? No, I think all they would no. see is what this is what they need to the do. Lean. It would be purely tactical mm-hmm. Okay. because it would be against. Yeah, they tell us the amount. Yeah. So let's say someone's getting $10,000 in commission, but they only borrowed five. They're going to send us the amount we're required to send them. So we only send them that amount. So we would only send e-commissions 5000 and then if we have a broker authorization form, we would release the rest to whomever, you okay. know, whether it be the realtor or broker. Wow. It's very confusing. No, they just send us the UCC statement and, like, a notice, and then we have to sign off on their closing instructions that we received everything, and we've got the wiring instructions. How long does it take for one of those UCC liens to be – put in place with the state it's automatic as soon as they record it so so i owe i owe e-commissions i owe six thousand dollars we got to wrap it up unfortunately i owe six thousand dollars it doesn't close how quickly does e-commission come after me do you know i would imagine 30 days okay i wasn't sure i would imagine just I'm, like gonna, average I'm gonna call them we're gonna find out Yes, we are. And we're wrapping it up. And thank you, Jessica, from anchortitle.co. Give them your phone number, Jess. 888-552-7636. Thank you, Jess. I'll be sure to tag you. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. It's a new one. Here we Mm -hmm. go. What do we say? It's House Dog with a Happy Ending. Even on the eighth year. (laughs) 